You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. Happy game day, hockey fans. Welcome to Pucks and Bolts, an Odyssey original podcast analyzing the Tampa Bay Lightning and their quest to further cement this team as a dynasty and Tampa Bay as a hockey town. Pucks and Bolts will bring you in-depth insight of games and practices, as well as storylines of your favorite players and coaches multiple times a week. So the best way to stay up to date on all of the fun is to download the Odyssey app, search Pucks and Bolts, and hit the auto download button so that all those brand new episodes are just sitting there waiting for you. And we are one week out from playoff mode. So you do not want to miss any of the up and coming pucks and bolts episodes. Guys, I am your host, Casey Hudson, and it is time for us to dive into a brand new episode of pucks and bolts. Now, Heading into the breakout, we know last week was a very special week as they were celebrating Steven Stamkos' 1,000th NHL career game. Well, it wasn't the most exciting or celebratory game. It was more of a loss, and Steven Stamkos even said it after the game. It's kind of tough to celebrate after a loss like that, but I'll tell you this. Tonight, the Bolts are back on home ice hosting the Toronto Maple Leafs, who will be their first-round playoff opponent. Maybe a little bit of a repeat of last year. Maybe not. But with all that said, Steven Samkos will be celebrated ahead of the game in front of the home crowd to celebrate 1,000 NHL career games, a monumental milestone and something definitely worthy of a proper celebration. And as we know, Steven Samkos has had a couple milestones this season, 500 assists, 500 goals, and those celebrations ahead of the game have pretty much been good luck for the guys. So we'll hope that it swings in their favor tonight. On a less celebratory note, as you guys probably saw last week, Tanner Janot got pretty banged up versus the New York Islanders in the second period where a lot of bodies started going down. What looked like a really, really bad fall may not be as bad as anticipated. Yesterday, the Bolts had practice uh, after returning back to Tampa Bay. And after practice, Coach Cooper spoke with the media saying, you know, We wouldn't expect him in game one in playoffs, but we can probably expect him to participate in playoffs. Uh, It's not as bad as they thought, which is way better because initially Coach Cooper said that it was very worrisome. Now, let me note that this is fully speculation, but leave it to me to go ask my brother, hey, what does this injury look like? You've dealt with some things in your college athletic career and as a professional. No, not hockey. He played football, but he can still relate. Um, my brother was saying that there's a lot of similarities between an ACL, MCL, or meniscus tear versus an ACL, MCL, or meniscus sprain. If there's any conversation of Tanner Janot making a run or being a part of playoffs, I'm going to lean in the direction of him potentially having a sprain, which means they're more on inflammation um, uh, they're they're monitoring the inflammation to see you know when it comes down how rapidly it comes down and then obviously the player dealing with an injury is going to have to decide his pain management 
and how he'll be able to perform through that. So at least there's better news than what we thought when it came to Tanner Juneau's injury, as bad as it looked. Uh, hopefully he can participate and be a part of this playoff run with the Tampa Bay Lightning, which leads us out of the breakout and into some takeaways. Takeaway number one is more so going to be how will the Bolts adjust without Tanner Janot? He's a new addition to the Tampa Bay Lightning roster, joining by the trade deadline. And with his absence, now how does the team function? How does the team still look like a playoff contender without Tanner Janot in the mix? As we know, Tanner Janot was that guy that led in hits in the NHL. He brings a huge physical element to this roster. But something else to keep in mind is obviously with Janot being out, it was Mikey Acemont that went from being scratched to back into the lineup. Takeaway number one is seeing the fact that this team can still have some gumption and that they have the opportunity to deliver multiple looks. Now, we know this because Coach Cooper is one of the top coaches in the league to throw his lines in the blender and serve up different looks. That's one thing that kind of gives this team uh, an upper hand is because they have the ability to switch these lines up to a point where another team doesn't recognize what's happening. We saw a nice big blender switch up when they faced off with the Boston Bruins, beating them 3-2 to two before the All-Star break. A lot of that contributed to the fact that you had two insane four-checkers on, on the second line together with Brandon Hagel and Anthony Sorelli. So knowing who their opponent is, knowing their opponent's strengths and weaknesses also play into what lines Coach Cooper throws out there, which brings me back to the absence of Tanner Janot and the resurgence of Mikey Acemop. With Tanner Janot out, he's not the only physical guy anymore. Defense has been a huge conversation for this team, but something to take note of is that this is probably one of the first Tampa Bay Lightning rosters where they have a lot of players that have a strong two-way and defensive element to their game. I got a chance to talk with Nick Paul about it months ago and he said that as a whole they actually feed off of one another knowing that they're going to protect each other know that they have each other's backs but knowing that they all have a physical and defensive element to their game you could say that that's along the lines of the new identity of the Tampa Bay Lightning team is the fact that every guy on here just about is willing to drop the gloves and has that extra layer of physicality to their game that kind of takes away the pressure of losing a Tanner Janot because as we've talked about as well, he was a 24 goal guy last year. He's up to six goals this year, scored one with Tampa Bay Lightning and finally got that payoff last week when they actually shut out the New York Islanders. So you're not looking for somebody to contribute goals exactly. And you know, Mikey Asimov can score. You know, he has a physical element to his game. He is such a pest. And for him, it's just waiting for it to land and getting those repetitions, which he is now finally starting to get. You guys know that I've been pretty high on what I've seen and practice from him and what I saw in the first couple of games from him. So piecing him on the right line will spark the right momentum and make him an asset to this team in absence of Tanner Janot. Now, the good news is that Maroon was back in the lineup this weekend, Sorelli, Hagel, and Chernak. I think Chernak was more of a body maintenance situation, but all of these guys played versus the Ottawa Senators. Now, they fell to the Senators again, letting them put up seven goals, but this time it was Brian Elliott between the pipes. Elliott has let up 12 goals in the last two starts that he has had with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know this is getting a little out of hand. Some people think that Brian Elliott is on the last leg of his career, and that's really not up for us to determine because I'm sure the Tampa Bay Lightning will take those matters into concern once the season wraps up. We are now in full Vasilevsky mode, which means we don't have to harp on those things. We did see some good sparks. We did see a lot of line changes. Originally, when faceoff started in period one for the Lightning taking on the Senators, we saw Mikey Acemont on that fourth line. Eventually, he ended up working in with Paul and Colton which led to some line changes. 
on Monday when they had practice at the TGX uh, Sportsplex. He ended up working along with Sorelli as well as uh, Ross Colton. So you're going to see a nice little blend up tonight versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not to get so big into what happened versus the Senators. As I've mentioned, seven goals went up. Elliott in between the pipes. You're still playing down Tanner Genoa. You had a couple guys bounce back from the injuries they racked up versus the New York Rangers. <coughs> I think the important part is this team that used to never have back-to-back losses is now finding themselves in slumps that they've never experienced before, at least not in the past couple of seasons. So how will they bounce back? tonight versus Toronto. We're going to dive into some things to consider because this is the second to last game of the regular season. And there's a lot of conversation around the Lightning taking on the Maple Leafs, not only because they're the round one opponent, but because of how this season has played out, because there's been different slumps, conversations about the second period, conversations about losing streaks, all of these conversations bring the question to how far will the Tampa Bay Lightning actually go? And can they get past the Toronto Maple Leafs who are trying to break out of their own stereotype and the fact that they can't make it and have their own playoff run. So diving into some things to consider when it comes to that playoff matchup, the bolts record on the road has not been a cute one. They're 18, 22 and one on the road versus the Leafs away record being 2013 and five. My bigger thing to look at when it comes to comparing these two teams is always going to come down to your playmakers your skilled players, and obviously what leverage one team has over the other. So taking it head-to-head for a second, the top three players on both of these rosters, you got Braden Point, who's at 223 shots on the season, 49 goals, 42 assists, 91 points, versus Austin Matthews, 324 shots on the season, 40 goals as of last night, 45 assists, and 85 points. Austin Matthews has also battled injury and lost some time during the season. But I compare these two guys specifically because looking at the skill set and what they contribute, Braden Point is that gamer. He's had multiple two-goal games this year. If anything, he's due for a hat trick any time now. And what better time than to pull that off than in playoffs? We know what Austin Matthews brings to the table, but we also know that he has had silent games versus the Tampa Bay Lightning and isn't exactly ideal to go against an Andre Vasilevsky. Moving down the line on head-to-head, we got Steven Stamkos at 235 goals on the season versus John Tavares, 274 goals on the season. Stammer has 34 goals, 49 assists, 83 points, compared to the captain of the Maple Leafs, 36 goals, 43 assists, and 79 points. A little bit more of an even matchup here, but Steven Stamkos hasn't had to be the guy to pull through for his team consistently. Those buzzer beaters that were happening in the beginning of the year were Nikita Kucherov, that clutch guy has actually been Alex Kalorn. And then we've got this guy, Brandon Point or Brandon Hagel, who's turned his game up tremendously from when he signed with the Tampa Bay Lightning last year. Last but not least, we will do head to head with Nikita Kucherov, 258 goals on the season versus William Nylander, 282 goals on the season. 
Cooch has 30 goals, 81 assists, and 111 points, where Nylander has 38 goals, 45 assists, and 83 points. Toronto has a couple guys that have above 60 points on the season, but the Tampa Bay Lightning have four guys with 60-plus points on the season. They've got about six consistent contributors when it comes to scoring goals and getting an offense going, and then they've got multiple guys who have a huge defensive element to their game. Where Toronto has an upper hand is that they are a bit more defensively sound, which takes us to in between the pipes. What it comes down to. We've seen some inconsistency out of Andre Vasilevsky this year, but do not count him out because the big cat does have another gear that goes off when playoffs go down. Now, looking at those top three players that we just went head to head with, their shot total, which I mentioned within their statistics, Toronto's top three players shot total combined is 880. Tampa's shot total combined between their top three players is 716. Toronto outshoots Tampa Bay by 164. Now, while this might sound like you're not making a great case for the Tampa Bay Lightning, I beg to differ because the big cat or Andre Vasilevsky, whom I'm mentioning now so much, has said to not only media, but his teammates have said it about him. He likes high volume, high shot volume opponents. He gets very cold in between the pipes if he doesn't have action happening at all times. That's where he gets in his zone. That's how he makes those crisp plays. He likes being on his heels. So for somebody who knows that their strong suit is a high shot volume team, you're talking about a team that's going to deliver with the high shot volume and put Vasilevsky in the utmost position to make big saves and help his team. Vasilevsky and Samsonov both have four shutouts this season, but when it comes to that high volume preparation, something else to keep in mind is the comparison throughout the season. you got Andre Vasilevsky who has had... 1,851 shots against him this entire season. He's made 1,696 saves and the four shutouts that I've mentioned. Samsonov's record and his volume that he's dealt with so far this season has been 1,184 shots against him, 1,088 saves. A tremendous difference between the two. Vasilevsky is also one of the only guys who starts in goal a lot throughout the season. Uh, I know that Murray was also in competition with Samson off over for the Maple Leafs, but still, when you when I took a minute to compare Andre Vasilevsky to Linus Allmark, you even saw Vasi in way more games than Linus Allmark. I think Allmark had 48 games. Vasilevsky has 59. So Vasilevsky is getting extra repetitions to make these saves, to work against high-volume, high-skilled NHL players, and I think that that's where we see that extra gear go off that plays in favor of not only Andre Vasilevsky, but the Bolts' defense and the Bolts' roster as a whole. You can look all day at the shots or the save percentage. You can look all day at how many wins each player or each goalie has had. But when it comes down to experience and that veteran experience that they talk so highly about, Andre Vasilevsky takes the crown and knows his strong suit and how to show up for his team. With all of that taken into consideration, you've got your top scorers career-wise. Now, when it comes to the Leafs' top scorers versus Andre Vasilevsky, weirdly enough, it's Ryan O'Reilly, who is dealing with a thumb injury. And O'Reilly has had seven goals against Vasilevsky in his career. Tavares has had five, and Matthews has had two. It's not as exciting on the other side because when it comes to the Tampa Bay Lightning and their shots, of course, like I said, Sam Savov being a newer-ish addition, especially when it comes to the Maple Leafs, the top goal scorers on the Lightning versus Samsonov is going to be Colton Kucherov, Point, and Paul, and all of them had only totaled one goal. So them getting more familiar with his goaltending style will obviously be a big hump that they need to get over so that they can make sure that pucks are landing and that they're tallying up on the scoreboard. 
Last but not least, the biggest thing that I'll point out when it comes to comparing these two teams and what could potentially go down, not only tonight, but when it comes to the playoff run, is the Tampa Bay Lightning have to be in control early and they have to manage odd man rushes. The Toronto Maple Leafs have scored an average of 3.04 goals off of the rush. And we know that odd man rushes were an issue when they were in their losing streak for a little bit a couple months ago, as well as earlier in the year, before we thought the Tampa Bay Lightning were finally starting to find their identity ahead of Christmas break and all of that fun stuff. And the Tampa Bay Lightning come out swinging in the first period and know how to manage and force the Maple Leafs to play in their structure. We're looking at a team that does have the advantage when it comes to between the pipes and the skilled players that they have and that they can rely on. While it's unfortunate that Tanner Janot will not be in the lineup, we're also talking about a team that knows how to adjust. How many playoff runs have they made without Steven Stamkos? How many playoff runs have they made without Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, health of their top players in the league? not being on not being able to go not being able to participate and they have been able to go very far let alone contend in three stanley cup finals so let us put the nerves aside and see what happens tonight is it a game that needs to be won not exactly will we see the bolts show up with a chip on their shoulder to bounce back from losing three straight road games hopefully especially after celebrating steven samko's a thousand nhl career games but all this to say that next week is really when it counts. They will be starting things off on the road because they did not clinch that home ice advantage. And their home record is a lot stronger than their road record, but playoffs are playoffs. So we'll see what goes down tonight. Andre Vasilevsky will be in between the pipes. It was Brian Elliott that was a part of Morning Skate. And the guys are probably going to follow the same lines that they did yesterday. Um, Brandon Hagel returns to that top line with Pointer and Cooch. Steven Samkos with Sorelli and Kalorn. Like I said, AC Mont will be with Ross Colton. And Pat Maroon returns to the school bus line. We've got him, Bellamar, and Perry. To see all of this and to see how this will pan out, we'll get a better idea of what their foundation will be for their line, something that we've been looking for over the past month and a half now. And then their deep pairings remain Hedman with Perbix, Sergachev with Radish, uh, Cole with Chernak, and then Fleury and Bogosian are on that rotation in, probably will be scratched for tonight's game. Also, a quick shout out to Mikhail Sergachev. As we know, he has been crushing it when it comes to his statistics this year as a defenseman, but he is also either preparing to be a new dad or finally a new dad. He did not play versus the Senators on Saturday. He actually had to fly back to Tampa in preparation of his wife, of, of his wife getting ready to have their baby, their first baby, something he's very excited about and looking forward to. So matchup ahead, Maple Leafs are being hosted by Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Puck drops at 7 p.m. I will be at the game tweeting all of the insight and information. But you guys are going to want to stay tuned with us at Pucks and Bolts here at Odyssey. Best way to do so is by downloading the Odyssey app, searching Pucks and Bolts, hitting that auto download button so that you can keep up to date with all of the excitement heading into playoffs. Regardless of what happens in these next two games, the Bolts have clinched. And all eyes are on the Bolts heading off to Toronto when we get that date dropped and starting a series that may or may not play in their favor. We'll see. That's the excitement with playoff hockey. As usual, guys, I'm Casey Hudson. Thank you so much for joining me here on Pucks and Bolts, and we'll catch you next time. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 